We'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alert for June 15th, 2020. And um, today's study is probably the biggest PDF, if I can get through it, that I've ever had as far as content goes. I, I can literally not keep up with the news cycle anymore. It's like trying, again, as I've said before, to take a drink off a fire hydrant that just, you know, exploded. Uh, I'm trying to give you the most condensed cliff note version of all the important things that are going on right now. Things that <clears throat> are increasingly inching toward all of our front doors where the rubber's really going to meet the road. And I'm not saying that because I'm trying to instill fear in you. I'm saying it because it's it's reality. And I'm not saying that God's not big enough to... Um, protect us in our individual situations. He is. But there's a lot to uh, be aware of regarding the devices of Satan right now. <clears throat> I learn new things every single time I do a study. Um, the PDF for the study is probably inching closer to 50 pages. Uh, <clears throat> some of it's redundant. And um, some of it's the prayers that I talked about last week. I'm going to go over another prayer today. Um, and um, <clears throat> But I've, I've never, ever seen content like this. Ever. And it's just getting more insane every single week. Um, <clears throat> the first report, and just to be aware of it, and I think that this really exemplifies what's going on in the world right now. And I talked about this last year when this happened uh, regarding uniting in prayer against it. But this satanic Luciferian madness that's sweeping the planet, it's just out in the open now. So much so that this report's entitled Coordinated Luciferian March, Marches for One World Government Across the Nation on June 21st. Summer Solstice High Satanic Unholy Day. The Summer Solstice is always one of their, their main satanic holidays. Okay, Because, you know, if you're an occultist, everything is controlled through astrology and um, these different satanic holidays that many of them have been Christianized, like Ishtar and Christmas and those types of things. And the Catholic Church was responsible for that hundreds and hundreds of years ago, amalgamating the two. I've done studies in all of these things. You can just do go to the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. Key and Christmas, Key and Ishtar, you know, Valentine's Day. Now, I understand that's not a Christian one, but... Most of the holidays that we celebrate are pagan holidays. Most of them. Not all, but, but most of them. And summer solstice, although that's not really considered a holiday by most people's standards, that's a big one for the occultists. And they'll do witchcraft on these days, uh, human sacrifices, animal sacrifices, because they realize that they get more power they get a better effect of their witchcraft if they do it on these particular days and times and, and, and there's specific parameters 
of like, okay, this particular hell a day, you need to have, you know, child sacrifice. This one, you know, maybe an adult sacrifice. This one, maybe animal. You're going to get a better effect if you abide by their satanic guidelines. I've went over all this before. Just key in occult holidays in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. Well, anyway, the, the description of this, they're doing it again this year. We are the disciples of Lucifer, and we are here to fulfill the prophecies of Revelations. <laughs> the book of Revelations. <laughs> and start to formate the foundation of forming a one-world government. Now, I'm going to stop there, and I'm going to ask them the question, because I did this last year. I actually um, emailed them, and I said, oh, you mean like this prophecy in Revelation? Because they didn't define the prop. There's a lot of bad prophecies that in Revelation that doesn't turn out very well for the false prophet or the Antichrist or you know Satan. Doesn't turn out well for his minions or his fallen angels. You know, it really doesn't. Lake of Fire is pretty much the norm. Okay. So evidently you just want to get that show on the road and you want to get cast in the lake of fire the quickest because if you look at the outcome for the minions of Satan and his armies, fallen angels, demons, devils, Satan, ultimately they're, they're cast into the lake of fire which burneth forever and ever and ever. That's not exactly something I'd want to try to attain to if I was you. But okay, since you said so, let's just read a little bit of Revelations 20, 11 through 15. And I saw a great white throne and on him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead, the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books." according to their works and the sea gave up the dead which were in it and the dead death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them and they were judged every man according to their works they were judged according to their works because they did not accept the free grace and gift from god the death burial and resurrection gift of jesus christ dying on that cross paying your sin debt shedding his blood for your sins they didn't accept that. And it's not of works that we're saved. You know, the Bible's very, very clear on that. We're not saved by works, lest any man should boast. But it's by grace are you saved, through faith, and that not of yourselves is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. In Galatians. Um, so I believe there they, it, it goes to say that they were judged every man according to the works because that's the path they chose. They were most religions in the world are all works based. Whether you call yourself a Catholic or a whatever a pseudo type of Christian, most even Christian people that would label themselves Christians are trying to earn their way into heaven, and that's a form of really pride and pride is the, is probably the number one thing in the bible if you actually isolate the bible down that will separate you from god and blind you and delude you and anger god pride because i had to do it my way i'm a, even though i'm a catholic even though i say i'm a bible believer you're really not most of the time sorry but all this other extra biblical garbage the catholics teach not in the bible you know purgatory and limbo and and the, all the, the 
catechisms and, and all that garbage. It's all works-based. It's all earning your way into heaven. And as is the occult religions, the Satanists, the Luciferians, the pagans, they're trying to earn their way into hell that they believe is going to be some big party with Satan at the head of it and some big orgy party drug-taking thing. And they're trying to get a better spot by doing being more wicked. It's just different, you know. And then you have, might have one Hindus or Buddhists or whatever. They're trying to earn their way, whatever, Nirvana or whatever they want to call it. It's all works-based. But it's not of works lest any man should boast. So if you want to be judged by your works, you can have that. You know, and I'm not talking to my listeners who are saved. I'm just saying to anyone out there trying thinking they're going to ever earn their way into whatever whatever they're trying to attain to paradise like the muslims believe and their 72 virgins and in white-skinned boys oh yeah that's part of the package according to islam if you you know murder yourself blowing up a whole bunch of um uh jews or or uh, infidels white people or whoever you, you get your 72 virgins and white-skinned boys because you know you have to have that pedophilic aspect in there because that's such a part of Islam. Um, I like to bring that up because I rarely hear that. Oh, you always just hear the same Oh, we don't want to say anything about the white skin one. Okay. <laughs> They're there. They're there in their own writings, their own unholy, wicked, sick, sadistic writings. Um, uh, anyway, it says, Every man according to his works, and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. So, that's the end. Um, like a thousand years from now that's all that's really going to matter who's in the lake of fire and duh, duh, duh. who's in heaven isn't that really all that's going to matter at that point i mean i understand though there there's crowns and there's rewards and there's these types but the main 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 things that are really going to matter are who's in heaven and who who ended up in hell and then the lake of fire so it's it's ironic that they would say they they are trying to fulfill the prophecies of Revelation when it prophesizes that they're going to hell and then the lake of fire. It's just really ironic. Moving on, their mission statement or, or it says we are calling on every citizen of the earth to stand in support of the formation of the one world government. So on June twenty first, two thousand and twenty, we're calling on every citizen of the earth to start marches all over. The place in support of forming a one world government where does it start it starts with how you can help create your own chapter in your own town and spread the word of forming a one world government tell your friends and family co oh yeah i'm sure everybody will be you know jumping on board and random people on the streets the time to form a one world government is now the time to fulfill prophecy is now and it's funny because this just so validates our christian faith and so validates so many 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 studies that i've done personally since we've been on air in 06 they're doing it for me they're validating you know pretty much and i i don't say it's going to validate a lot of stuff maybe going on a laodicean church because a lot of the laodicean churches you don't hear anything but lukewarm pixie sticks and buttercups and no warnings no nothing obey the government do whatever you're told take your vaccines you know they're more on the side of satan than they are god because you're either for god or you're against him and he, he says, according to Revelation 3, that he's going to vomit the lukewarm out of his mouth. Now, does that think I, I think, mean I think I'm perfect and I'm so right with God? And, and I'm, I, you know, I don't have any 
uh, thing to work on. And that doesn't mean that at all. I've said this before. If I got what I deserved, I'd get death and hell apart from Jesus Christ. So I'm not saying that because I think I'm Mr. Perfect. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. And then it goes on to say, help do your part to support the formation of a one world government. Make events of June 21st, pass out flyers. Tell everyone you know to support the formation of one world government. Well, let's just go right into our prayer. I didn't say this prayer last week. I said one prayer. This prayer is similar to the other one, but it's a little different. It's prayer to neutralize occult rituals. Well, that's what this is. And I would also apply this prayer to all of the wickedness going on right now in the world. Wherever Satan's rearing his ugly head and his minions are. So let's go ahead and get right into this. Beloved Holy Savior, Savior and Master, Lord Jesus. And, and I will say this. Um, let's just go ahead and, and uh, pray a Lord's... I think it's good if you're going to pray to be right with God when you pray. And I'm not saying there's some magical thing for that. Because the Bible says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. But Jesus said, when you pray, pray this way. Again, it's not that you have to um, say the Lord's Prayer in some type of um, rehearsed way. It said this way. He said, when you pray, pray this way. So in other words, it's kind of like a format to follow. But let's just pray that and then let's go into this. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Please give us this day our daily bread as we forgive those and forgive us our trespasses, our sins, our iniquities, our transgressions, as we forgive those that have transgressed and sinned against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And I'm just going to go ahead and go right into this prayer here. Uh, prayer to neutralize occult rituals. Um, and sorry, I messed up a little bit on the on that prayer that I first said. I just got so much going through my head right now. It's <laughs> uh, okay. So we'll go right into this prayer. Beloved Holy Savior and Master, Lord Jesus, you are the sacrifice, the Lamb that was slain before the foundation of the earth, seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. We honor your sacrifice on the cross and celebrate your resurrection and transfiguration, volunteering for our salvation. We worship you, exalt you, magnify your name above every name. You are sovereign, supreme over all. You are worthy. You alone are worthy. We pledge our faith and love to serve you alone forever. We claim your word, James 4, 7. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. And 1 Timothy 1, 7. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power uh, and of love and of a strong mind. We come in the authority given to us in Christ Jesus. We cover ourselves with the blood of the Lamb. We place a hedge of warring angels with flaming swords of fire around us and our families continuously and also around the body of Christ and the innocent and those that cannot defend themselves. We put on the whole armor of God. Uh, we lift our shields of faith to interlock, staining foot to foot and shoulder to shoulder, a solid wall that cannot be breached or penetrated. We resist and renounce Satan, the God of this earth, we rise to war in the spirit against witchcraft, occult maneuvers, and devices sent against your will and the body of Christ. We ask you to dispatch legions of your warring angels in full battle array, fiery swords drawn to enforce our petitions and intercessory prayers. Rout your enemy on all fronts. Turn their hatred, anger, accusations, conflict, arrogance, and wicked schemes upon themselves so that they become caught in their own snares and fall into their own pits that they have dug for others. We nullify, dismantle, cancel, and oppose every satanic operation, scheme, maneuver, strategy. Um, cause secret plans, agendas, and motivations of the enemy to be revealed for everyone to see. We decree and declare 
that these evil people, what these evil people meant for evil, you will turn it around and use it for the good of your people. We close every evil portal that has been opened. We break every curse, hex, vex, uh, spell, enchantment, decree spoken or unspoken against the body of Christ and your intercessors by every witch, warlock, satanist, sorcerer, voodoo priest, shaman, brujo, bruja, soothsayer, medium, coven, and every minion of the devil working iniquity and send it back upon their own heads that they may that they may repent and turn from their evil ways lord jesus reveal your love to them show them the truth about who they are serving and their eternal destination if they continue in their present path open their minds eyes and ears to receive supernatural insight and knowledge to understand the true gospel bring them to salvation we seal this prayer by the blood of the lamb and by the name of the lord jesus christ amen Okay, so I think that's a good uh, way to start out here. Um, if you like these this format I'm doing here, just kind of let me know. I mean, I I, I don't want to be redundant, but at the same time, I feel like it's by far the most thing, most important thing that we could probably do on a on a weekly basis is is pray in some form like this against high level evil in witchcraft, you know, because uh, when with one can put a thousand to flight, two can put ten thousand. So, if you were, you know, and you, what you can also do is go back if you've if you're hearing this, and then gather a whole bunch of your family or your friends, and if they're in agreement, then pray the prayers and, and, and come into agreement. You know, better yet be on your knees better yet be fast i mean I'm, there's a lot of things you can do to supercharge prayers is the point i'm trying to make so um anyway so we're going to get right into this today stunning because i've got so much to cover it's just mind-boggling stunning revelations about the true nature of the organizations that are destroying america now i wanted to dave hodges came out with this uh yesterday and i like this document because it's not too long but it it surmises everything that we're going to be talking about today coalesces it and brings it into clear view and then we're going to get into some of the more specifics after this because things that are happening right now are just incomprehensible the attempt to eviscerate the republic of the united states is beginning to take shape to the average person they see a montage of unrelated events which are making life miserable the intent of this terrorist inspired barrage of unnatural events on the american people is as follows to destroy law and order as well as promote extreme social instability to remove the constitution as the ruling authority to release inmates to swell the ranks of the antifa terrorists as well as promote an atmosphere of extreme societal danger and all of this is going on and happening by design on purpose and it's going on with a coordinated effort by you know i would say the vast majority of all high-level politicians i don't care if they're republican or democrat that if they were truly god-fearing supposed republicans that wanted the constitution there would be more pushback and i just don't see it really happening to anything that would satisfy me to any in any way shape or form trump's totally a non-issue he's just the the gelded wonder that's just um absolute puppet of the rothschilds and the new world order and he's not gonna save anything okay he's been put there by place by design most likely to take the blame and either be assassinated or when this coup attempt happens then he can be the fall guy and be blamed for all of the stuff going on with black lives matter and antifa and, and all the the stuff like that that's most likely at this point 
what's going to happen to him. Now, I, I can't say I'm being dogmatic. He's done a very good job for the New World Order. And um, maybe, they'll, maybe they'll leave him in. I don't know. That's why I don't like to make predictions. But I'm just kind of telling you some scenarios that could could happen okay and then please and then number four remove executive control of the government from the president to big pharma that's pretty much been done remove the military from under the control of the president thus making a coup or assassination must more likely this is the same strategy used on jfk before his assassination where jfk lost control of the joint of the joint chiefs uh as well as the cia jfk never had control of the cia and part of the revolution is being directed by the cia and mossad which is the synagogue of satan the the kabbalist um israelites now i'm not saying they're all bad i'm just saying the highest levels are very very bad okay and they pretty much run the show as far as i can see from an illuminati standpoint all the bloodlines are of the, of the kabbalist synagogue of satan jewish bloodlines the rothschilds the rockefellers and these types okay again not saying all jews are bad i'm saying but the ones at the top of the food chain are about as wicked as you could possibly get and we, we've went over that in many studies um so they're being directed by cia and Mossad with regard to antifa and black lives matter number six promotion depo- promotion promote depopulation strategies through 5g and mandatory covid19 bill gates vaccines uh, seven, COVID-19 has created so much fear among the masses. We see people wearing face masks while driving along in their cars. I saw, I, I go out and, and walk and stuff in various different parks around here. And I see people walking with face masks. And it's like, you're creating respiratory acidosis. You're breathing in your own CO2. You're probably gonna, you're, you're gonna pass out. You're creating a horrible environment. And it's so unnecessary. You're outside. But, you know, you it's the the madness just never ends um i'm gonna go over i'm not gonna go over but i also included my covid19 my updated fact sheet in this study now i can word i can mail it to you word doc i've added to it um but it's more it's stronger now than ever if you if you want to print it out give it out to people i just print it out i give out the first page to like any pretty much anybody to interact with at this point um especially if i see they're wearing a mask uh let's see here yeah covid 19 has created so much fear among the masses we see people wearing face masks while driving along in their cars this is the greatest psyop in world history eight the cumulative effect of these events is to weaken america until the external attack can succeed the military remember this is all building up to something okay the military is, is playing right into the hands of the globalists not probably all but a lot of them are in the final days of the overthrow the subsequent invasion of the united states the military and political leaders of the country will be executed i call it the brown shirt effect in which traitors to a previous regime are cast aside when they no longer serve the role of useful idiots if you think i am forecasting the execution of pelosi schumer schiff and all the joint chiefs you are correct well there's a lot more but in including them but yeah nearly every revolution casts aside the original supporters because some of them will invariably get cold feet as they witness the unfolding of the massive purge that will eventually consume america after it's conquered now remember dave dave says he's a christian but he writes like there's no god most of the time so this is almost like a secular person writing this report and it's like oh yeah then he'll get a moment of clarity and talk about god 
I don't like to do that. I try to try to interject God into the conversations, Bible verses, things of this nature. So bear that in mind. This is absolute doomsday Dave. Worst case scenario, we're all going to die and we're going to die tomorrow. But I do think that he brings up a lot of good points and a lot of plausible things that we need to be aware of at the same time. So just wanted to give that. I have to give that warning about every time I read something from Hodges. Uh, let's see here. Going forward here, in short, brown shirt traders cannot be trusted. They can only be used until the mission is complete. Nine, in ravaged areas of America, both present and future, we will witness the rise of the Somalian-style warlords as we descend into a state of complete anarchy, which will provide the excuse for the United Nations to enter our, enter our country with a multinational force under the presence pretense of following the kigali principles we've gotten into that in previous studies in occupied seattle we're seeing a warlord ruling over an occupied territory yes and we're going to talk about that right you know a little bit later uh, then the next point the strategies of control have morphed into an identifiable pattern there is no way that the following sequences which overlap could be the result of random events number one uh the coronavirus which to illegal and unconstitutional lockdowns has destroyed the economy and wrecked wrecked millions of american lives the destruction of the economy has a national security component to the event in a prolonged war peacetime industries must be converted into wartime industries in order to replenish war supplies with america's economy in a tailspin we have lost the capacity to fight russia and or china in a prolonged conflict two as soon as the lockdowns began being eased and not coincidentally, America went directly into the race riots. Clearly, the George Floyd incident provided the impetus for Black Lives Matter and Antifa, who are being paid for by George Soros and Open Society and MoveOn.org and all of these uh, high-level globalists um, working in the Illuminati. Um, they provided these, uh, like Black Lives Matter and Antifa, to spring into action. The terrorists from Antifa launched a well-orchestrated and massive set of riots all across the country, primarily in de Democratic Party-controlled cities. Well, because that was the low-hanging fruit. That was the easiest place for them to start. Where the Democratic mayors and governors committed criminal negligence by forcing all levels of law enforcement. Um, let's see here. Sorry, I lost my place there. all levels of law enforcement to stand down in the face of mayhem and murder this has prolonged the beginning of the end for america america's being drained of her strength now that the race riots have somewhat lessened we have another false flag brewing fauci has announced a second wave of the COVID 19 is coming and it will oh, it's already here according to them and it will be used in many blue areas to subjugate the masses which while putting the finishing touches on the destruction of the country between these three phases of attacks upon the American people, there was never any respite. This is because these attacks are artificially controlled through a central authority. Now, just to give you more confirmation of this, uh, here's just current headlines on the the main current headlines right now on Drudge, who is nothing, which is nothing more than a mouthpiece of Satan. Now, okay, Cuomo threatens to reverse reopening Manhattan, Hamptons after uh, the Manhattan and Hamptons after social distancing violations. New Yorkers survive pandemic, but will they stay for what comes next? Don't and then don't plan on summer holidays in the USA. Fauci tells the British. Sunbelt cases spike. Florida hits high for third day, meaning these are all COVID nineteen supposed. DC detects new people. E even though you can literally drop out of a plane 
or drowned and you're going to be the, the cause of death it's going to be COVID 19 because every time they do that the hospital gets thirteen thousand. you can't trust the thing out of what they're saying most of the deaths are from 80 year olds that are uh, nursing uh from nursing homes okay we've got into all those statistics before my COVID 19 fact sheet gets into that i go to my i go to my local news here where i'm at in north carolina COVID-19 cases are spiking again because we come out of the lockdown. You go to the Charlotte News, it's the same garbage, okay? I'm telling you, this is not over with this. This second wave thing, if they can get away with it, if they can pull it off and, and con job everybody into, into believing that we're all going to die, we're going to have to go back into lockdown. The only hope is going to be the COVID-19 vaccine. That's what they're posturing us for heavily right now. But it's more... It's not as it's not as in your face as much because all the rioting is kind of taking precedent over that. But but behind the scenes, but really not so subtly behind the scenes. If you're paying attention in the news cycle, they're pushing that narrative very very hard right now. Even though the narrative is a total fake lie at this point. Wuhan was the perfect test bed city because they had all the right parameters in place for that to be a maximum death zone from COVID-19. But there's been a lot but the rest of the world is not in that same death zone. They don't have 5G base stations every 50 feet. They the whole population wasn't vaccinated with some experimental vaccine that summer. Okay, this is, these are parameters that took place in Wuhan. There's a lot of different things that were made at the perfect kill zone. They were squished in there like sardines and I'm sure their nutritional status was horrible and then the ACE2 genes and then there's a lot of things that made that ideal. But the satanic deception right now that we're under is just coming from every single direction. The brainwashing is just from every single direction. And this second wave thing now is I just... Um, there just needs to be maximum, maximum pushback on all of this wickedness. Uh, wh whether that takes place, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, number four, the dissident groups are all externally controlled by the outside. Globalist forces seeking the destruction of the United States. Um, most... Most know that Antifa is a product of crisis actors hired. Many of them are prisoners released under the COVID-19 scare. Black Lives Matter is masquerading as an independent civil rights group. Nothing could be further from the truth. BLM is an arm of the Democratic Party and their political agenda cannot be separated from America's new communist party. But see, the thing is, is people like Hodges and people like Mike Adams and jones they don't ever they don't ever say anything against the republicans they're letting all of this happen Biden's is on on purpose because at the end of the day they're all on the same wicked team it's just the republicans cannot say oh we're we're for them we have to feign that we're conservative and i mean the high level governors and the high level politicians and senators most of them are, are in order to get to that position they're all luciferians blood drinking infant blood drinking savages okay that's what they do for fun in order to practice their Luciferian religion. That's how they got to that position in the first place. But that's rarely mentioned by the likes of Hodges or Mike Adams or, or, or Alex Jones because they don't want to really go. They want to just blame it all on the Democrats. Okay, fine. Yeah, they're the tip of the spear. But the Republicans are letting it all happen. You know, and they're not rallying anybody. Trump's just totally gelded and impotent at this point. I mean, you know regarding all of these matters this is what i've been telling you about him it's particularly since the february before last when he went fully 
totally satanically rogue. There was no more facade is what I mean. He was always on Team Satan. Trump was, always. Going back to from the 70s, okay? Rothschilds bailed him out on like six different bankruptcies. The highest level family in the Illuminati. And you're telling me he's not going to be beholden to them or do whatever he's being told to do. Play his little part. And he's still throwing out bones now and no, oh, he's doing this or he's doing that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the world just keeps degenerating and going down the sewer more every single day because Trump's going to be there to save the day, according to Q. And, and all the false prophets like Mark Taylor and Jonathan Conjob and all of them, oh, he's a man of God. He's anointed for this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing it in spades. Just saying. Everything, when I really started, when, when Trump reared the mask came off last February with that illegal alien thing that he signed, where he encouraged all the illegal aliens to come here and all they had to do is step one foot on our soil and they could be a citizen. He made it easier for them. And I said, we're going to have a mass. And we did. We did. And then he, all those horrible things he said about take the guns first and, and we'll, we'll whatever later. And, and the, <laughs> it's just been one thing after another. But yeah, yeah, he's had some bones he's thrown out here and there to, to appease his base. And it's still working from what I can see. People still think that, that you know, he's going to come and save the day. He just, he's just got so many wicked people around that wicked people, most of them he put there. You know, he surrounded himself with worse swamp creatures than were there even before him. But, you know, hey, he just, he'll get it right eventually, I'm sure. Um, okay, so going forward here, most know that Antifa is a product for crisis actors hired. Many of them are the prisoners released under the COVID-19 scare. Yeah, great point. If, kind of forget about that. <laughs> um, and again, this is all under Trump's watch, which is why he was put here. So that we would all be asleep while all this happened. Because Hillary, we could have, we would have all been awake. And there's no way they could have pulled off what they're pulling off right now with less resistance than, than if, if Hillary was in office. It just wouldn't happen. There would have been a lot more vigilance. A lot more. And that's why Trump's been such a brilliant puppet tool of the New World Order. Black Lives Matter is masquerading as an independent civil rights group. Nothing could be further from the truth. Um, much of BLM's donations go to Act Blue, which has several entities under the overarching name of Act Blue. The terms and conditions of this charity arm of this organization mention, um, they give this link to the campaign finance laws. When you research the expenditures of the Act Blue pack, all of their contributions are directly going to top DNC campaigns and their candidates. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Doesn't mean the Republicans are, are innocent, but yeah, it's more overt in the Democratic camp. Sure. Could it be any more clear that we're witnessing an orchestrated coup and that the Democrats are on the ground, are their on the ground operatives? Yeah, it's true. Thanks to the chief researcher for Common Sense Show, Alexander Daly, for uncovering the hidden gems contained within the Democratic Party. There are some notable events which have taken place in the last 10 days as well. And we're going to get into these more in depth. But the first one is um, the occupation of the center of Seattle in which the police were ordered to evacuate. This allows Seattle to become an open hub of international travel. At one time, the embedded CHICOM troops that illegally entered the United States came in undetected through the Long Beach port, which until recently was under the control of the CHICOMs. 
number two, the announcement that Colorado is about to pass a mandatory COVID-19 bill. Yeah, we're going to talk about that later if we can ever get to it. That's you know, probably 40 pages into this PDF, which will be mandated, which will, which will mandate required re-education of parents who refuse to vaccinate their children with the future that does not yet exist COVID-19 Bill Gates induced vaccine. Re-education camps. They passed a mandatory COVID-19 bill. They did it. If you're in Colorado, we're going to talk about it later. As Steve Quayle says, what is coming is no longer coming. It's already here. I have written about these coming events based on previously available documentation. Now this documentation is being operationalized. Telling you, it's... we're, We're in it. We're in it. It's it's unlike anything I've ever witnessed. God is greater. God is bigger. But I'm telling you, it's never been more in your face as it is now. Okay, so continuing on, now we're going to get into some more of the specifics of... We, we kind of gave you a general outline with the last thing I just read you. Now we're going to actually look at some specifics of things that are going on around the country to be aware of. <clears throat> A uh, this is entitled Tulsa Police May Major says cops across the country are on the verge of quitting. Uh, Steve Quayle made a comment: UN police force waiting in the wings as the communists initiate local law enforcement takedown to bring in peacekeepers. And, and I really believe that's what this is all about. This this report here is about demoralizing and marginalizing and demonizing our police forces to the point where you're going to see mass exoduses of them creating such a horrible working environment that they've got no choice but to leave and then installing whatever satanic new world order police force in their place and those types of police forces are not going to have any problem not to say they're not going to uh, meet a lot of resistance, but that type of police force would not have any problem going out and instituting gun confiscation or forced vaccinations. I, I think they've come to the point where they realize they can't pull it off with our, our current police force because they're just not going to, most of them aren't going to go along with it. <clears throat> now, I'm not saying that this is, this is going to happen all next week. It is happening, though, and it is something to pray about <clears throat> and to... Uh, fight and resist every way you can because they're just trying to bring us into absolute total order out of chaos and anarchy a tulsa oklahoma police major says that he's extremely concerned that cops across america are on the verge of quitting amid global protests against law enforcement every department every officer you talk to is looking to leave (laughs) what wow Major Travis Yates told Fox News' Tucker Carlson tonight, adding that he is extremely concerned for the future of law enforcement. Yates told Carlson that he felt morale among law enforcement officers was really low following the 2014 shooting of Michael Brown by then-Ferguson, Missouri, police officer Darren Wilson. As everyone knows, President Obama's administration found no evidence of wrongdoing in the Ferguson case, even though the narrative is quite different. He said, we're making a resurgence in recent years, and this George Floyd death and its aftermath has been devastating. 
This has been um, Ferguson times 1,000. Every department, every officer you talk to is looking to leave. And he was on Fox News when he said that. Yates published a column last Friday on the website lawofficer.com titled America, We're Leaving. In it, he recalls growing up in the law enforcement family, in a law enforcement family, and characterized police as men and women of all races with the same mission to make the community safer. 27 years has passed. And if you would have told me the condition of law enforcement today, what it would be today, I would have never believed you. The mentally ill used to get treatment. Now they just send cops. Kids used to be taught respect. Now it's cool to be disrespectful. Supervisors used to get back to you uh, when you were right, but now they accuse you of being wrong in order to appease crazy people. Parents used to get mad at their kids for getting arrested. Now they get mad at us. The media used to highlight the positive contribution our profession gave to society, and now they either ignored or twist the truth for controversy to line their own pockets. He said, I wouldn't wish this job on my worst enemy, wrote Yates. I would never send anyone I cared about into the hell that this profession has become. This is, I, I had no idea it was this bad. I used to talk to cops I used to talk to cops out of leaving the job. Now I'm encouraging them. It's over, America. You finally did it. You aren't going to have to abolish the police. We won't be around for it. I mean, this is really, really serious. Yates told Carlson that officers are afraid to speak out. They're afraid to talk, adding, You're, you are only your next call away from being canceled or destroyed. And so the officers feel very limited because of all these different, probably, oh, make sure, you know, like nine, nine, according to Wall Street Journal, and we'll go over those stats later, nine black men were killed last year by police officers. And I'm assuming, I don't know if they're all white or whatever, but this is what this gigantic, all this gigantic thing is about George Floyd, the career criminal career drug addict drug addicted porn star that pointed a gun at a pregnant woman's stomach during a robbery and, and demanded that you know she like for money and whatever else this is the type of slime bag we're dealing with here and the world's gonna end because that guy supposedly died and, and who knows if that's even the right narrative at this point i don't even it's hard to say But it says you're only you're you are only your next call away from being canceled or destroyed, because you do something even remotely out of line, remotely non politically correct, and if it gets back, you know, anyone gets wind of it, it's over for you. And this is the exact thing they're trying to do because the when when they actually install the UN police keep they're not going to have any parameters or rules. <laughs> they're not going to. It's just going to be kill and destroy most likely. Or bring into absolute total submission and compliance. Now I know I'm sounding like Dave Hodges, but I'm telling you, that's if Satan has his way, that's what he would like to do with that police force. But they're trying to make it so unbearable on the police we have right now that they've got no choice but to leave. Um, then he goes on to say, I think citizens do too. We just we had just as many citizens comment on that article and send us emails. 
um, being meaning citizens that feel like they can't make any wrong move or they're going to be their careers are going to be destroyed. If you're white, in particular, absolutely, you are the target. You better not get out of line. You do anything politically incorrect. You do anything that they perceive as racist. You get out of line at all, and you're done. You're done. Now they can they can beat you silly and assault you at a 40 to 1 ratio according to FBI's own statistics black on white crime assault assault rates I, I went into this in the last my, my previous studies <clears throat> that's fine you'll never see any of that on news they can rape you know white women almost exclusively black on white rape is, is um almost exclude and there, there's i mean there's almost never a white guy raping a black woman but it's fine if it's the other way around that's fine you'll never see any of that in the news i am i am a i as a white person i'm not allowed to talk about that and i'm not talking about my nice black listeners i'm not including you in on this i'm just saying in general those statistics i've been re-looking at those statistics over and over over the last probably five to six years and nothing's changing but you can't talk about that because it's racist. It's politically incorrect. The only ones that can be racist are white people. We are the source of all evil and we need to all be put down according to the New World Order. And Black Lives Matter and Antifa are just tools to try to implement that strategy and instill white guilt on a scale that you can't even comprehend. The officers with 15 years um, 15 years on can't leave yet, he said, adding, I've heard from hundreds of people that they are discouraged. They love the job, they love the community, they love the people, but this, but all this chaos is wearing on them every single day. Last Tuesday, New York PD union boss Mike O'Meara rallied against the MSM for vilifying the police, saying, stop treating us like animals and thugs and start treating us with some respect. On a related note, this report came out yesterday. Entire SWAT team in Florida resigns in response to police chief kneeling with Black Lives Matter protesters. You know, this kind of insanity is only going to encourage it. This mass exodus from the police departments. God help us. <clears throat> and then on Drudge today... Top headlines read, right on cue, I wondered when Atlanta, Atlanta was going to pop off. Atlanta tense. White cops kill another black man. Police chief resigns. Protesters burn down the Wendy's where the black man was slain by police like it's Wendy's fault. The, the restaurant Wendy's. Chaos in Atlanta's writer's block highway. CNN crew attacked. And I'm, I'm you know, as far, as far as I can see, not a lot, whole lot's being done. And I'm not blaming the cops. They're being told you can't go and engage them. Just let them do whatever they want to do. They got to get their frustrations and their aggressions out. Can you imagine if it was the, uh, it was the opposite narrative? A black man had killed a white guy. And uh, unarmed white guy. But he had, he had got one of the tasers from the cops they had struggled got one of the tasers from the cops ran off and pointed the taser at him they probably didn't know if he maybe had a gun hidden and they shot him i'm pretty sure it was at night he pointed the taser at them as he was running away and they shot him world's got to end once again 
Nine black men died last year. And this is what we're freaking out about. Far more white guys died at the hand of police last year. Far more. That doesn't count. They're white. They're evil. So therefore, that's good. That's a good statistic. But if one career criminal, drug addict, rap sheet mile long, black porn star dies, oh, it's the end of the world. It is just the absolute end of the stinking world as we know it. And whitey's got to pay collectively because all white people are guilty for this, obviously. Well, that's what they're doing. I'm just, I'm just dramatizing what's actually happening every single time one of these events takes place. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I'm being accurate with what I'm saying. I hate hypocrisy. I don't care where I see it. I hate evil wherever I see it. And I don't care where I see it. I'm going to expose it. If it were the opposite way around and the opposite dynamic was going on, I would still expose it. The Atlanta police officer who fatally shot Rasheed Brooks has been terminated, of course. But that's not good enough. They got to write, riot, loot, rape, pillage, do whatever they want to do. Because that's their right. That's their God-given right now. Second officer involved has been placed on administrative duty. Uh, leave. Uh, the announcement about two officers come as protesters flooded streets of southeast Atlanta Saturday night, angry over the fatal shooting of Brooks. An unarmed black man that was killed by Atlanta police Friday night. Well, I gave you the full narrative, though. They struggled with him. He stole one of their tasers, ran away, pointed it at them, and they shot him as he was fleeing. They didn't know if he had maybe a gun hidden, I'm sure. It was at night. The guy was not right in the head. But the world's got to end. world's got to end. The protesters surrounded the Wendy's where Brooks was shot and then made their way to Interstate 75, bringing the major thoroughfare to a standstill, of course. They've got to just, oh my word, just they've got to just shut every single thing down. It's their right as Americans, of course. The Wendy's where Brooks lost his life was in flames Saturday night, too, because it was that restaurant's fault, obviously. And the world will be such a better place because that Wendy's went up in flame and that justice truly is served as a result of all these criminal acts going on. And a crowd also set fires to automobiles near the fast food rest. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that, in, in life grand? Imagine if it was a group of white people doing this, they would have all been shot dead. Earlier in the day, police used tear gas and a flashbang to try to uh, clear the crowd there. The chaos came after Atlanta's chief stepped down because that's, you gotta step down when something like that happens because he's obviously to blame too. The mayor called for the officer shot to be fired. Brooks was shot in a Winnie's parking lot Friday after he scuffled with officers and ran away with one of their stun guns. United Nations now openly hijacking U.S. police departments. I'm going to play uh, about seven minutes of this video here. The Democrats emerged to ask for civility for black Americans when they have not shown a shred of civility towards the rest of America. Mr. Bongino, Dylan Roof is white. Is that correct? Yeah, I don't know where you're going with this. So uh, if he's white, 
that doesn't make him any better or, or it was an awful thing he did whether he was white or black i'm Correct. not sure where you were going with this dylan roof was white and as to the chairman's comments about civility the president of the united states of america has advocated violence he has been divisive and he has been the one that has caused what we see happening today he's got they've got to have some scapegoat and it's got to be the symbol of the republican party and the conservatives and the pro second amendments and the pro pro you know the ones that you know voted for him okay they're collectively demonized when trump is demonized so this devil maxine waters you know as as a black woman can say that and because she has that privilege because of she's black to say that uh and the white people because she's black have to just stand down and not say anything and not give any kind of rebuttal because if we did we're racist i'm just being honest this is what this is the narrative that's constantly shoved down you know our throats where people are trying to push back on his policies and where people are trying to have peaceful protests oh, peaceful. instead yeah, of violence yeah. but he continues instead of violence the exact opposite of what is going on more violence is going on with these protests than we've we've seen probably since i've been alive collectively overall and it's increasing every single day and this devil witch has the audacity to say they want peaceful protests and and civility and these types of things when it's the polar opposite but she's of her father the devil and of his lust and of his works she will do he was a liar from the beginning and she is too names and he continues uh, to challenge people in very violent ways meanwhile after tens of millions of dollars worth of damage to new york city former clinton and obama underling loretta lynch is called upon by new york attorney general Letitia james to oversee a predictably pro-looters and neoliberal socialist instigator cleanup job flying in the face of federal oversight on top of that Lynch isn't there to follow up on the millions of merchandise looted by peaceful protesters. Yeah, no. Loretta Lynch is there to further apply pressure to an already crippled New York Police Department. As The Hill reported, New York Attorney General Letitia James said in a statement, As we continue our investigation, I will continue to use every tool at my disposal to seek answers and accountability, and that includes calling on the sharpest minds to lend their expertise. Lynch added, It is time to examine recent events to ensure that all New Yorkers receive truly equal protection under the law. You may recall Loretta Lynch launched the Strong Cities Network in 2015 at the United Nations with a panel of leftist U.S. mayors, including New York's de Blasio, who has thumbed his nose at the New York Police Department ever since. I want to say to my fellow mayors, uh, we are in the vanguard of change around the world, as the High Commissioner indicated, and we should hold ourselves to a high standard. We're able to do things locally uh, that in many ways can uh, set the pace for our national governments. And I think so many of us, through the work we've done in our cities, we understand something fundamental. The most powerful way to counter violent extremism is to go to the core. The core is intolerance. When we address intolerance, when we undermine intolerance in the process, we undermine extremism and violence. 
I see the incredible opportunity of the Strong Cities Network as going far beyond the work of law enforcement, going to some of the things that all of us know we could do better. The nurturing of our youth, and particularly of youth leadership, positive leadership that can help uh, to move other youth towards positive outcomes in our society. This is a truly groundbreaking endeavor. By connecting municipal leaders, by facilitating information sharing, and providing training and other assistance where appropriate, the Strong Cities Network will help to fashion a global response to a global issue without losing sight of its... They're strong for Lucifer because they're, they weaken the cities to the point where they actually implement this garbage. ...inherently local roots. It will offer city leaders a way to learn from one another about successful initiatives and productive programs. By connecting these localities to one another, as this network, the Strong Cities Network, is doing, we will not only have a powerful way to lift up our communities worldwide, we will send a message, a message from all of our voices about who we are (laughs) and about what we aspire to be as an alliance of nations and a global community. The Strong Cities Network... They inspired to worship Lucifer and the Antichrist, the false prophet, and take the mark of the beast and worship him in his name and his number. That's what they're inspiring. That's what they're jockeying us into position to do. That's what this is all about at the end of the day. The network focused on supporting cities to prevent all forms of violent extremism. It is important to remember that while attention is currently focused on ISIS and the challenge of foreign fighters, the threat of other forms of violent extremism, not least extreme right-wing groups, remain critical and of critical concern to local authorities around the world and the communities. Yeah, the main threat's right-wing groups. It's not the left-wing groups like Antifa and Black Lives Matter and, and those types of devils. No, it's it's not them at all. No, of course they're they're peace loving, wonderful. We're going to see how peace loving they are in the coming um, reports that they represent. That level of Islamophobia, that level of racism, that level of xenophobia creates. See, everything they're talking about is just a lie. It's the exact opposite of what the truth is. Every one of these reptilian devils are liars and are of the father, the devil, and it's just. It's just really incomprehensible to, to, to watch these people in all their little suits and in their little official capacities just lie on a level that, that you can't even really comprehend. It's its own counter movement that we have to look out for. It's a challenge to American safety because it's animating other kinds of extremism and other kinds of a violence against people of color and against uh, folks, of the, uh, you know, folks who follow Islam. Lynch had said the Strong Cities Network would have an international steering committee and an international advisory board run by the Institute for Strategic Dialogue, a leading international think tank based in London. Under their control, law enforcement measures for cooperating Democrat cities will be directed from the Institute for Strategic Dialogue and the United Nations, ignoring the U.S. Constitution local officials, and the laws we all operate under. Other cities that have not officially signed on are being rewarded with equipment due to their interest in the struggle. They're showing pictures of all these U.N. armored uh, trucks on U.S. soil being transported. Uh, And there's a lot of them. Strong Cities Network. Meanwhile, former New York City Police Commissioner Bernard Carrick 
said 600 police officers were considering leaving the force amid protests in response to the death of George Floyd. All right, Commissioner Carrick, how many police officers uh, are in the hospital right now that the mainstream media is not talking about? Well, you've had over 300, I think about 320 that have been injured. You have some in the hospital, but there were over 300, uh, 300 injuries. And, and I, the thing that scares me, uh, Judge, I'm hearing close to 600 cops have either put in their papers yes. or they're talking to the department about resigning or retiring. While Mayor de Blasio unveiled a few reforms to the New York Police Department at the urging of... In mass, they're talking about it in New York City, of leaving, quitting, retiring. The task force on racial inclusion, of which his wife is co-chairwoman, redirecting money from the police department to youth programs is among the proposed changes. The budget of the New York Police Department was nearly $6 billion in 2019. And now New York Comptroller Scott Stringer is calling for $1.1 billion to be cut from the New York Police Department budget over four years. How convenient that the New York Police Department would be targeted by Loretta Lynch's United Nations Police Force Steering Committee. It appears that defunding the police is simply the beginning. As Democrat cities are transforming their local police forces into internationally interested United Nations armies that will crush any that oppose the will of the totalitarian left and its dismantling of America. John Baum reporting. Okay, so we have that. I just kind of gives you another wrinkle to what we're talking about here. Then we have this. Um, downtown Seattle is now run by an actual warlord. who is accused of beating women, forcing them into sex acts. And the clueless liberals and Democrats celebrate the warlord rule as the new utopia. After left-wing terrorists seized six city blocks of downtown Seattle, declaring it as an autonomous zone that defies all the laws of the state of Washington and the laws of the United States of America, the power vacuum didn't last very long. Now an actual warlord, a black warlord, has risen to power there, since Democrats hate police, remember? And according to the online comments, he's a man who beats women, forces them into sex work, and uh, punishes them if they do not obey. As Big League Politics reports, a Seattle rap artist appears to be establishing his authority as the de facto warlord of the self-styled leftist state in the city's downtown. Reports from the scene of the Capitol's Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone indicate that Raz Simone, a Seattle rapper, has increasingly staked himself out as something of an authority figure within this jurisdiction. Witnesses describe Simone as asserting his authority over graffiti artists that attempted to paint over existing graffiti, threatening to shoot the street artists if they failed to obey his commands regarding new graffiti. There's a lot more that exposes him, and I'm not going to get into all all of that i just think it's important to know that this is where how seattle has what seattle's degenerated into um so it seattle now is a warlord and this is after it was only in you know it, when it went to the autonomous zone and it was only two days later it's degenerated that quickly this is the new rule of of law in the democratic controlled cities and the governor inslee has today declared that he has no knowledge that the six city blocks in downtown Seattle were seized. He doesn't, he doesn't know anything. He's as innocent as a kitten, that guy. And um, Democrats are suddenly learning that what happens when you say 
no to Black Lives Matter protesters who seize buildings or city blocks and issue a list of demands. As long as everything you allow the terrorists to control, uh, as long as you allow terrorists to control everything, they will keep asking for more and more. Hey, white liberals living in Seattle, bow down to your new leader. When you demanded abolishing police, this is what you get instead. And it shows a picture of this devil, you know, the, the typical, I hate to say this, the, the typical cliche black rap rapper, okay? You know, he's got his his clothes, his, his the what they wear, the gold chains, the rings, the, the, the Rasta stuff. I mean, it's just... It's it's cliche. Just put it that way. I, I can't say that as as a white person, but I'm just saying it's it's everything you could hope for and more. Antifa. I've got pictures of them here in the in the PDF for this date. Antifa operatives describe seeing Simone assault individuals present within the autonomous zone already at least two times. One claim that he is becoming the very thing people didn't want to didn't want to begin with. Video footage of the incident seems to have been caught on camera. Um, Chaz appears far more willing to engage in the use of force than the many American than the American police the Seattle leftists are pointing out as their oppressors there appears to be no body cameras reports or oversight and accountability in this new satanic zone in left-wing Seattle run by spineless Democrats the rule of law has been placed by a third world warlord scenario like Mogadishu Notice there's no call among the mayor or the governor to send in a SWAT team and to shoot these terrorists. If the terrorists were white, they would have been already shot and dead and killed by the authorities a long time ago. That's why this, this bizarre scene is black privilege on parade. Meanwhile, homeless people who were invited to Chaz, because that's what they're calling this, this six-block autonomous zone, Chaz, stole all the food. The homeless people did. Antifa are calling for vegan supplies meatless meat and soy are one of the two biggest things they want evidently so they're 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 really um amazing with their discernment and uh one guy made a comment gotta say i'm impressed it usually takes marxists at least three to four months to achieve starvation said one twitter user and they're already in starvation like days after establishing this autonomous zone inhabitants of Chaz are calling for defunding the seattle police department as well as other demands published in a 30-point list online this is no simple request to end police brutality now they're brutalizing we'll see what their actions are they're absolutely brutalizing anybody that even gets near the zone but they want to they want an end to police brutality because they don't like competition i mean not i don't even say it's competition they, they don't they don't want anybody they don't want to have any rules at all is what they want they want just absolute total anarchy that's all they want um we demand that the city council and the mayor whoever they may be implement these policy changes for cultural and historical advancement of the city of seattle and to ease the struggles of its people oh yeah because it's such a better better life inside that uh with whatever they're trying to implement in that hellish six uh block zone but amazingly the governor of washington doesn't even know that a six block area in the largest city in his state was even seized by antifa after driving the police and national guard out following a violent confrontation on sunday night we're going to look at that in depth let the democrats in seattle experience a week or two under the rule of the woman beating warlord completely absent of any police response or police accountability and we'll find out how quickly everyone becomes pro second amendment let them find out what happens when you give up your right to arm yourself in self-defense only to find out yourself 
yourself surrounded by violent gangbangers while you're elected governor, a Democrat, of course, pretends the whole thing actually isn't even happening. Because he's clueless white fool who can't stand up for the obvious terrorists because of the color of their skin. Of course. Let them see with their own eyes what happens when you abandon the rule of law and allow deranged groups of thugs and hoodlums to seize control over society while making demands for reparations and the abolishing of the police. It's like, you know, you have this demon-possessed to the toenails mob and they're making all of these satanic demands and you just give in to them. You know. This is a teachable moment for America. We should all watch and observe how the chaos unfolds in Seattle and is now spreading to Portland and elsewhere because this is a sign of things to come if Democrats gain political power. Well, again, are they going to do the same thing in Atlanta? Nashville is already, they're already talking about Nashville. They're setting up, they're, they're trying to set one up there. I give you a link here. Is Nashville the next autonomous zone? I would say Atlanta would be the, one of the next ones based on what's going on there right now. You give the devil an inch, he will take a mile. And he will never take enough until he takes everything. And then related stories, complete list of treasonous U.S. corporations that are actively supporting Black Lives Matter, terrorism, bigotry, and violence. Boycott them all. There's a list there. It's too, too numerous to mention, but I give you the link here. And then Antifa attacks visitors with American flags entering the Seattle Autonomous Zone. We're going to look more at that as well. There's a, that's another report, though. Next report is military stand down as crazed anarchists conquer downtown Seattle and salute their new revolutionary leader. Uh, Mayor Razmataz. That's his full name, evidently. Mayor Razmataz of Chaz. Um, I'm going to just leave that link because it's a little bit, after I've just what I've just covered, it's a little bit redundant. If you want to avail yourself to that, it's about a 20-minute video where it kind of gets into that. It, more rehashing what I've already just stated. But I'm going to leave the link in here. But I, I, again, I'm trying to streamline this as much as i can uh, next report you're choking me antifa attacks christian street preacher in seattle autonomous zone freedom of religion just doesn't exist doesn't exist in the godless communist occupied zone and here we have a video of the so-called chapel hill autonomous zone Chaz in seattle and it shows a group of antifa terrorists choking tackling and eventually evicting a, a christian street preacher from their utopian society the incident apparently started when Antifa began harassing and threatening the street preacher within the zone. And one Antifa um, assaultee says, what does it feel like to be hugged by a homo homosexual before forcing kisses upon him? Ay, ay, ay. This is what defund the police looks like. He shouted, glory to the king, the man cries as he resists. Soon after he breaks free, another video captures Antifa tackling the preacher putting him in a headlock as he screams you're choking me um and then they tell him the autonomous zone has the right to reject you a citizen of chaz yells at the street preacher being held down by antifa as he screams i am a free citizen while they pry the, his speaker from his hands another video ironically shows antifa explaining to the preacher that they have the right to deport him from their new nation even though these are the same people that would have said open borders no no usa at all no walls no usa at all and all that other garbage but they have the right to do whatever they want to they have a right to have walls they have a right to evict whoever they want and you have no first amendment right there you have no second nothing 
You have no rights at all, really, unless you go exactly along with whatever satanic plan they're going to put in place because they're just so wonderful and so fair, you know? Notably, the media and the Democrats like Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin are gaslighting the American people over Antifa's armed occupation of downtown Seattle, characterizing Chaz as a peaceful protest and a summer of love type of festival with a block party atmosphere that's now police free yeah just lie after lie after lie national guardsmen sickening eyewitness account of the of the seattle riot situation in Chaz. so we're going to hear firsthand from a national guardsman about this so the following is an eyewitness account of what previously took place in seattle washington prior to and leading up to the Chaz autonomous zone being formed it was written by a Washington State National Guardsman who was deployed to the scene. This is a gut-wrenching first-hand testimony of the situation which was and is out of control. Per order, now this is him speaking. Now, I, I can't read it all to you. It's gigantic. I'm going to read you some excerpts from this. Some of the, the But if you want to read the whole thing, I give you the link there that you can read it because it's way worse than I can even get into i can't give you every detail but he meticulously documented everything uh <clears throat> these are some of the the things that i thought you would want to know more the important things per order of governor of washington state jay Inslee, who's an absolute total satanist the washington army national guard went into seattle completely unarmed <clears throat> completely unarmed we had no way to defend ourselves and had to rely upon the Seattle Police Department to protect us. I mean, if that's not the most pathetic thing I've ever read, I don't know what. I mean, National Guard, they can't defend themselves? Why are they even there? Not all of us had vests or plates that would even stop rifle bullets. In the beginning, most of us didn't have even shin guards. A few soldiers didn't have batons. Shields were hit or miss. We ended up sharing what we could. As I was scanning, I saw a male... Okay, so then now I'm fast-forwarding into this. As I was scanning, I saw a male protester point out and move towards an African-American police officer. Now, he's National Guard. He's watching the protester go... Remember, the, the police were there to protect the National Guard, okay? So, uh, um, the protester called out and yelled... I'm sure he was a black protester. Why the officer was on the white man's side he called the officer an uncle tom a pretender a race trader a n-i-g-g-e-r um every fiber of my being wanted to lash out um he's a white guy saying this how can you you use racist terms and protest racism while using it in a derogatory manner towards someone else how can you even find fault in someone that is remaining peaceful, that is protecting your rights and obviously concerned for the community? I was furious as the protester continued berating the officer. We then got replaced by another relief squad for relief. <clears throat> um, during their protest, I observed multiple people tell others to shut up because of their white privilege. Uh <clears throat> I saw two protesters almost get into a fight because one wasn't letting a black man speak. Another protester, when, when a male had a megaphone, yelled, listen to him, he's black. I mean, it's just, it's absolute insanity that we're dealing with here. I mean, we're talking about demon possession on a mass scale. There's no reasoning with this, you know? Um, 
he says, I was raised under the impression that equality means treating everyone equally. Race won't cease to be an issue until we stop talking about it. All my brothers and sisters are one color, green, meaning like the green of their uniform type of thing, I believe is what he's in reference to. It's cool to honor your heritage, but no one gets special anything due to their skin tone. Everyone is treated the same and everything is equal. How is this equality a hard concept? Then he goes on to say, so the same escalating confrontations with Antifa continued for almost two weeks. The protesters would salt the SPD uh, police officers and the guardsmen, and the SPD would use less lethal means to disperse the riot. But that was only at the at the very end of, of you know, them trying to do everything they could do to placate these savages. The rioters then used politics to their advantage. They began petitioning the mayor of Seattle jenny durkin durkin and all her wisdom caved into all the demands and the curfew was lifted and she banned the use of uh cs gas which is one of the ways they were trying to disperse them the one thing that quickly de-escalated the violent confrontations was the cs gas but so they stopped using that so spd had no choice but to view cs gas as a last resort to only be deployed by then by swat um <clears throat> Fast forward to the day before the most humiliating and demoralizing thing Durkin could have done to us. And I'll, I'm going to read you this account. SPD must have had some really good intelligence, or they were anticipating Antifa's response from Durkin's concessions. They installed a permanent metal barrier at the intersection of 11th Street and Pine Street. A second line of barriers was also in place between us and the initial barriers at the intersection. Everything kicked off per usual, with the protesters trying to provoke us with their words, umbrellas, signs. This time, though, we didn't give them an audience. We stayed inside the east precinct as they began their normal agitation methods at the first barrier i'm just gonna skip down a little bit um they you know they kept coming toward him they kept coming to him the the guardsmen and the police were trying to like de-escalate this every way they could we later found out that they had brought plasma cutter blow torches to cut through the barriers not that they're proc provocateurs are planning to escalate anything right it, it, sarcasm yeah they began cutting barriers so they could be used as weapons against us. They were warned about cutting the barriers, but they continued. It's because nothing's being done to them. The only thing they're going to understand is a ball bat upside the head. It's the only thing they're going to understand. Wicked, evil devils like this will only understand brutal force. You cannot, you cannot reason with Satan. You cannot placate Satan. But because they're just playing patty cake with them and letting these immature devils do whatever they want to do well they're they're doing more of it and doing more of it you can never you can never placate evil enough it will never it's like a fire it can never be quenched you don't you don't um condone this type of behavior you meet it with force because that's the only thing this type of behavior will understand my dad brought me up that, and I'm not saying it's a, it's a Christian, I can point to it in the Bible, but, but then again, yes, that, there probably are a lot of places I can point to it in the Bible where, you know, Israel went out against their enemies, and the only thing that they were going to understand is a ball bat upside their head. Because that's, that's the only thing that certain people will understand. That's speaking their language. And they're going to give you one upside your head if un, until, you know, you resist or fight back. I'm just, I'm saying this from a policing standpoint not so much from a a christian standpoint but 
if you let savages like this have and do and say and, and, and get whatever they want, they're going to keep taking. That's the point I'm trying to make. You don't condone evil. Okay? You don't let just evil rough ram, run roughshod over you and your, and your city and your families and let evil rape your, your wife and your daughters and take and loot and do whatever that you want to do. You're doing God no favors when you behave that way. You're doing them none. And I've went over the Bible verses regarding this. They're nothing but a tool of Satan. Going forward, they, um, they were warned about cutting the barriers, but they continued. Then they picked up the second barriers and began walking toward us. They were warned again not to move the barriers, but they continued. Uh, they then jumped the last barrier. They were warned again to turn back but they continue towards i mean it's just like provocation after provocation they're trying to do everything they can do to placate these devils but again it's never going to be good enough never going to be good enough you have to meet you have to exceed their force with another force in order to get their attention they shouldn't be there in the first place they should be routed out of this area they should you know, listen, as far as I'm concerned, you know, if they don't want to go and they're going to hostily take over an area and they're going to do that, you forfeited your right to live. And I would say that about myself. If I had done something like this, which I would never do, but if I had taken a group of, of whatever, let's say Patriots for argument's sake, and done this to a city without provocation, I would deserve to die. I'm not holding them to a higher accountability than I would hold myself is the point I'm trying to make. So they jumped the last barrier. They were warned to turn back, but then they continued toward us. As they continued to approach, they were continuously warned. How many warnings does it take? It started to get dark. The portable lights were turned on. The protesters then produced foil-covered signs and were trying to blind the officers and guardsmen. Oh, how, how wonderful of them. They were warned again, but they continued. They threw a glass bottle at the guardsmen. The glass shattered on the riot shield. They were warned again. They just booed at us. Okay. They continued to walk toward the officers until they were two to three feet away. Then they started using their umbrellas and other objects, putting them in the face of officers. They were warned not to do that. I mean, this is so this is so ridiculous. This is like Mamby Pamby land. You know. As expected, objects were thrown at us. They amplified things. This time, instead of throwing glass bottles containing urine and other bodily fluids, which had been evidently the norm up until then, they began throwing glass bottles full of gasoline. Now, see, at that point, you forfeited your right to live. In my book, I'm sorry. Because that's, you're trying to light somebody on fire. Then they lit and threw fireworks at us trying to light us on fire. You just forfeited your scumbag right to live, devil. Bye-bye. They should have been mowed down in mass. To set, ex set an example that when you go that far, we've placated you and placated and done every possible thing we can do. You start throwing Molotov cocktails at us and you try to start lighting us on fire, you're dead. But no, 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 no. 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 Finally, the SPD gave the green light and used less lethal forms of riot control that were deployed. 
as objects were continued to be thrown and a SWAT finally deployed the CS gas. Oh, bravo. Amazing. I'm not blaming the SWAT. They were under orders. I get it. I'm not blaming the police. I'm not blaming the National Guard. But where does it end? You know? The protesters proceeded to start vandalizing everything in the area. They smashed business windows, burned U.S. flags, lit dumpsters, um, and other things on fire. They threw things on fire at us. Again, you all forfeited your right to live. I'm sorry. Rules of engagement, whatever you want to say. Uh, we pushed them back in all directions about half a block, but for some reason we stopped pushing them back. Then they regrouped and continued to vandalize the area because they knew there's going to be no repercussions. There's no even rubber bullets flying in their in their area. There's no there's no uh, projectiles coming from the cops at all. It's just gas, and they know that. The mayor and all the people in the higher ups are in on this. They want this to happen. All of this national guard stuff and police stuff was just, I don't know, window dressing. Really, is what it looks like to me. There was no teeth to any of it. They then um, regrouped. And continued to vandalize the area with spray paint, breaking windows, lighting things on fire. Around that time, the guard was then pulled back and we left the East Precinct. Oh, good. Real big, good show of force. I returned the very next day to, to the East Precinct, ready to continue the daily fight with these anarchists and communists, even though it wasn't fighting at all. It was just patty cake. When I arrived, they were boarding up the East Precinct, though. City employees were removing all the barriers and taking everything they could out of the precinct. We were ordered to about face and leave. We went to a different precinct where it was announced that Durkin, Mayor Durkin, had decided to abandon the East Precinct and give it to the protesters. And this is how the Autonomous Zone started to be formed, just so you know. So, um, going further, as we watched Antifa took over the East Precinct, they erected walls at the adjacent intersections with the barricades we had used. They armed themselves, proceeded to vandalize the East Precinct with, with spray paint. They declared the Capitol Hill a cop-free autonomous zone, or CHAZ. This is when it all started, right then. It was hard enough for me to watch, but I saw officers that were assigned to the East Precinct for decades shield their faces and, and walk out of the room in tears. And again, this is why there's this mass exodus from the, from the police departments. They're doing this all by design, on by design, to demoralize all the police that they can demoralize and make them leave because they've got some really good satanic ideas of who to put in their places and it ultimately ends up with the un blue hats on our streets being taking their place that's what i i believe maybe there'll be some transitions in the meantime well i mean right now you've got a warlord as the transition you got anarchy. You've got Black Lives Matter and Antifa. But they're not going to be the ones that I believe will be there down the road. The Capitol Hill area of the city of Seattle to include East Precinct was surrendered by its elected officials to the terrorists. Then he goes on to say, I spent the next couple of days stewing in Seattle, just waiting for any elected official to grow a set of you-know-what and move us back in to take over the ground they surrendered. But it never happened. We were then told the guard was losing its support from the SPD, I mean the Seattle Police Department, and Chaz was the new norm of Seattle. The terrorists won, and it's time to go home. 
We expressed our frustration among ourselves, lowered our heads, sympathized for the SPD officers, packed our rucksacks, and went home angry. There's a link to the full report if you want to read it. It's three or four times as long what I read you. You may be completely on your own. As you can see, you can't depend on anyone to come and save you when the unrest shows up in your neighborhood. The people who were, who were there willing and able to defend Seattle were forced to stand down. You have to expect to be completely on your own. This is coming from a National Guardsman. And then there's a link. Learn more about how to stay, stay safe during the civil unrest scenarios here. Granted, ultimately God is our protector. But there are, there are also practical things you can do. Okay, but there's the link to that here. It's in the PDF for June 15, 2020. Then he goes on to say, can you imagine how the members of the National Guard and the police must have felt facing this mob scene without support of the state and local officials? Yeah, I can't even imagine. All right, that's all. I, I, I'm way over on time here, so I'm going to end part one here. Um... God bless you. I, we thank you for your prayers, your donations, and, and on all you've done to keep us going across the over the years. I, I don't know how much longer we're going to have left, um, how much longer we're going to have any kind of free for First Amendment right on the Internet, the way the tech giants and things like this are happening. But um, we're just going to keep going until we can't go anymore. So God bless you, and we will see you in part two. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.